you can feel it when there's something that's going on either within yourself that you need to name or with another person. And so with this idea of clearing a channel, it's like you have to speak up when something feels off. You have to speak up and you have to say something when you know, maybe somebody like hurt your feelings or if somebody said something that really upset you. We're back. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm um, very just dialed into Indy's face in the back. <laughs> That if nobody yeah. has seen Indy on Amy's Instagram, yeah. for nothing else, follow for dog content. <laughs> for dog content. <laughs> All the dog stuff. Especially lately. I've just been like, I feel like I take a picture of him every day. I know. It should be, that should have been my 75 hard progress pick. <laughs> it's just my dog every day. Yeah. He went on Here's walks. my dog. No one Here's cares. He went on walks <laughs> every day. <laughs> He's still fit. No, he's not. One is. Yeah. Mav, the, the Ridgeback, still fit. My doodle, still just a, a puddle of dog and love and cuddles. Mm-hmm. But we love them. Mm. How are yes, you? Do. I'm doing great. I had a <laughs> kind of an interesting Monday where I had my writing group this morning and I, well, I woke up kind of late for what I typically like to do. I like to be up by like 6.15, 6.30, but I slept in until like 7.30. And then I did that thing where I was like, I'll get up. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, dang it. And it was like 7.55. And so, you know, I um, did some like, you know, just connective work to like before I showed up for my writing group and um, I've just been loving it. I have like, five more weeks with this crew and I have a morning group and I have an evening group and it's just really fun to see and kind of experience and watch people progress, you know, in this way. It's really cool. So I know that we will do a full episode on your writing group and what it entails and what's the inspiration and the layout. Um, so stay tuned for that listeners, but what is alive and true in your writing group right now and mm. like maybe how did you get there because I'm mm. sure it's, it's a different with each container but maybe we can start there this, this is a great question I feel like something that's been on my mind to talk with you about and to share about is this idea that I learned from my teacher in this work um so the therapeutic writing group it's you know pretty pretty simple in the way that we do things, but it's essentially a lot of free writing. So it's a lot of just kind of releasing what's happening on the inside, putting it down on the page. And then we all read what we've written. And so this concept of clearing the channel, right? So having this like clear channel between yourself and your relationship to yourself to be able to express what's on the page. And I've noticed this, you know, some things that I feel like have blocked myself from myself, you know, with like this concept of clearing the channel have been like, if I know that I need to take action, like in a relationship I have, right. Or if I know that I've done some things, maybe that aren't in line with my values, or maybe I know that I've been like rushing and I haven't been taking care of myself and I can really feel the like almost like inner traffic, like get really, really clogged up. And, you know, sometimes in my body, the way that I, you know, kind of talk about this is like, 
you know, it feels like my body thinks that the best thing to do is to just like hold still, you know, it's like, okay, everybody freeze, you know, on the inside, my channel gets clogged. Right. And it's just like, I know we're talking, you know, about this. It sounds, you know, listener, I know it sounds like a little woo woo, but it's this idea, right. Of like kind of energetically working within yourself and what I've been talking about in my groups and what I've talked about in the past is this idea of like writing and creating, you know, from this space of just free writing, it really helps you clear the channel. It really helps you get into this space where you're slowing down in your present and you're in your relationship to yourself. And, you know, something I've been thinking about for you and I is like, you know, in our, in our talks and what we've talked about in the past, either relationships or whatever, just naming how intensely, you know, you can feel it when there's like, there's something that's going on either within yourself that you need to name or with another person. Right. And so with this idea of clearing a channel, it's like, you have to speak up when something feels off, you know, you have to speak up and you have to say something when, you know, maybe somebody like hurt your feelings, or if somebody said something that really upset you, um, and you, I think what we first have to do is name it, right. And name, you know, kind of what it feels like, you know, or what's going on in the inside. So I have two questions. Yeah. First, it sounds like free writing is, is the sage is the Santo <laughs> the sage. <laughs> yeah. We are smudging by free writing. Mm -hmm. Um, what is free writing for those that are listening and are not familiar with the term? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So free writing, um, it's also, um, called wild writing by my teacher, Lori Wagner. I call it free writing, um, because that's just the way that I've kind of like termed it with my people. Um, essentially what you're doing, you are putting pen to paper, writing without stopping you are going and releasing whatever you need to say yes to, you know, as far as like whatever the prompt, you know, kind of you know, how it speaks to you. And so free writing is you just writing from that space within yourself where you're just kind of like, I don't know why I'm so angry. I feel this way. You know, I keep talking, you know, or um, the sky is really gray outside right now and the clouds are, you know, like oppressing me or, you know, whatever it is, right. That comes to you. You say yes to it. You say yes to what comes up. You don't correct yourself. You don't like check your grammar or your spelling and you don't censor yourself. And so it really is a way to kind of outrun your inner critic and it's a way, I think, to really get onto the page, what's going on kind of on the inside. That's awesome. I can feel mm -hmm. my own parts being a little bit agitated, like, wait, no, it has to be perfect. And what does my <laughs> handwriting look like? And what do you mean? Mm -hmm. I can't stop. So phrasing that or framing it as outrunning the inner critic, I totally feel that. And I think it does exactly that. Mm -hmm. um, or at least my my inner critic has not been taking Barry's boot camp, so it doesn't run very fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's more of a fast walk. Um, we're out walking our inner critic, um, and so like you're really just kind of like creating right from that space of creation, right? Instead of oh, I shouldn't be writing. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, this doesn't make any sense. It's like keep going right? There's this idea of like, you have to keep going and like really figuring out kind of like what can come up as you go deeper. So as we're going deeper, and as we are digging 
into the unconscious. Is that where you're saying we start to become aware of maybe some of these blocks or these feelings, be it underlying anger or something I'm not willing to really explore or touch or a conversation that might need to be had that I've been avoiding? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like definitely what can show up. It's interesting too to name, to notice a name, especially this has like shown up for me how I need to clear the channel even before I show up for as a leader for my, Mm. my writing group. Right. So if I can begin to notice within myself and really writing has been a great conduit for that of noticing when the channel isn't clear. Right. And being able to kind of pay attention to that. And so I think this can relate to people, not just in like, if they're writing, like not everybody writes and I totally get that, but most if not all of us are in relationship, whether friendship or romantic relationship, and you can start to pay attention and notice when the line between the two of you and the energetic connection between the two of you is getting clogged, right? When traffic is showing up, when there's some emotional kind of um, blockages kind of occurring. And that to me, I think is like part of like the first part, right? Is noticing it. Writing can do that. Paying attention to your body can do that. And really understanding like, oh, I can name, I feel like I need some emotional, like kind of some energy, like cleared, you know, within myself. So once you've noticed it, maybe you can also define what noticing is, because I think there can be a very different experience if you allow that to be overrun by your subjective feelings about it versus maybe being a little bit more objective. So is noticing more objective or subjective and why? Yeah, to me, I think it can be both, right? Like, so you, what it requires, but it necessitates is a slowing down, right? So this idea, you have to kind of like be able to witness, right? And, and certainly objectively see, you know, kind of what is occurring and what's going on, right? And kind of engage how you want to, you know, kind of like work with it, right? Why you want to name it. And honestly, in my opinion, in my experience in relationships, you, it's better to name, right? It's always better to express and to name versus questioning yourself. Well, it's like, you know, whatever. It's like not that big of a deal. Like they're not really, I know them. They didn't really mean that, you know, like, oh, it doesn't really like, you know, that's not something that's like, it's really that big of a deal. Oh, I know you told yourself that you would, you know, do a 20 minute movement today. It's, you don't really have to do that. Right. But it's like this idea of catching the small things, right. And paying attention to them. And so I think that that does require just some witnessing and noticing, right. So that's what I mean by noticing is just kind of paying attention to what's happening in your behavior, right. And how it feels energetically in your body you know, are you feeling heavy? Are you feeling slow? Are you feeling, you know, what are you noticing? Right. Mm -hmm. And then moving into naming, right. Notice and name what's going on. Okay. I'm naming, I have, I'm feeling some resistance to, you know, slowing down and connecting with myself because I feel afraid of what might come up. Okay. Like, let's start there. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm noticing that I feel, let's just pretend like, you know, you and I have something that happened. (laughs) We got beef. (laughs) We got beef, right? And so I'm like noticing it and naming it. I'm naming something feels off, right? And so, you know, to me, like the first step in relationship is to just say like, hey, I'm just wondering if something's off between the two of us and I'd love to talk about it whenever you're ready, right? 
And even naming within that, I feel really uncomfortable and scared saying that out loud to you. And so I, I want to kind of express to you what's going on, you know, within my own body. I want to highlight the importance of I statements there too, because none of that it, in this, uh, this fake beef that we have going on, <laughs> receiving that was not, it did not put me on the defense at all. Right. You weren't pointing fingers. You weren't saying you are acting funny. You have this behavior that is hurting me, whatever it might be. It was just very much naming and owning what was true for you mm-hmm. and allowing me to step up to the plate and have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that how you would recommend, you know, I'm I'm sure in free writing, it's a little different if it's something within yourself and you can explore in that way. Um, but especially in relationship, is there a way that you would suggest going about naming something to somebody? Yeah, I think like you nailed it, right? Like <clears throat> expressing things from the space, from what you can own, right? Of like, hey, I'm feeling like there's something kind of off between us. Um, I feel kind of disappointed in the way that I showed up for you in this way, or I feel like I can just sense something, you know, from you and maybe I'm wrong here, but I can just sense that there's something going on. Right. I think it helps if we can be as explicit as possible. Right. Of like, Hey, I noticed that, you know, you responded in this way and I'm wondering if it has anything to do with this. Right. So really just kind of getting as explicit as you possibly can. And also recognizing that sometimes you might just be able to name like, Hey, like something's, something's I'm feeling something is off like between the two of us like can we just kind of workshop this a little bit and you know if that relationship is safe enough for you to express that um and maybe they can you know if it's if there is genuinely nothing that they're feeling they can help you understand why you're feeling that way right Mm. and so kind of getting a little bit deeper and getting a little bit more clearer on like what is going on like on a deeper level so once you've noticed and named what comes next in this clearing yeah I feel like taking ownership right of what you need to take ownership of and you know maybe in the sense like apologizing or acknowledging and recognizing and you know like honestly I I really believe that this needs to happen even at like the smallest level right like you know, hey, I was really disappointed that you finished all the half and half and like I didn't get to have any with my coffee this morning. And the other person be like, oh my God, you're so right. I wasn't considerate at all in that moment. Um, you know, I will definitely make sure to like pay attention to that next time or, you know, whatever it is, right? Validating that person not feeling important, right? And understand that like your behavior impacted that, right? And it's just like the simplest, smallest thing, like, half and half, you know, being consumed. Um, but I think like really getting into communication and, and naming that like with the other person when you need to clear it and what this all necessitates, right. Is this idea of distress tolerance, because I can imagine some people are really hearing this and they're like, how the heck do I <laughs> say that to somebody? You know, I have so many people who are in my you know, practice who are like, Ooh, I don't, I don't think I could say that. I don't think I could ever speak that. Right. And really what that means is, oh, I don't have enough of a settling within myself to be able to kind of even say, 
I feel nervous saying this out loud, but something feels off. Right. And sometimes that to me is like the most helpful thing. If I can name, you know, like, Oh, my body feels really uncomfortable saying this, but then I say it anyway. Right. And so distress tolerance is such a big piece of this. And that that's why I think you and I are both really passionate about nervous system awareness and nervous system regulation. Right. So what that takes is the ability to name our experience, notice what we're feeling on the inside and, you know, be able to show up for ourselves kind of emotionally and in a regulated sense, in a regulated, you know, way. I also think that de-arms the other person, the person receiving it, because then they don't think, oh, you know, here goes Lindsay just steamrolling and being a bitch and setting these boundaries, right? I always joke, and it's not quite a joke, but I do say it in a laughing manner. Um, The people who get most upset when you set a boundary are the ones that were benefiting the most from you not having any. Mm -hmm. And so... I think a way to alleviate that is to really share your internal experience because there are times where I have showed up and set a boundary, maybe a little more mm, like the word tart is coming up, like a little bit more spicy, spicy. a little bit more sour <laughs> than I yeah. wanted because I was so uncomfortable in my own experience mm, with it. Mm-hmm. And so naming that allows what is alive for me to be true and the other person to say, okay, like Lindsay might stumble over some of these words. Lindsay might express this in a way that doesn't come out how she meant. And yeah, disarming the whole situation is going to allow this conversation to flow a little bit easier. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually positioned to me by my therapist recently. Uh, for those of you that have listened to the episode about Bridezilla having abandonment issues, um, it was along those same lines. And my therapist was like, I wonder if this person even knew how much this meant to you, right? That you having this conversation, mm. yes, as much as it was for you, might also shock them to not know that their presence was such a defining moment in your story. Mm. And so giving that person the opportunity also to see how much something means to you. And I think that that's a lot of with this energetic clearing as well, is that it doesn't always have to mean someone is wrong or bad or a boundary needs to be set, but rather just a reminder that, hey, this is hurting me because of this. And reframing that as your presence is so important in my life mm, mm-hmm. that I, I felt that. I had this reaction to, to your absence. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that sounds so much more vulnerable. Right. Than just making someone in a, in a way like Hey, you're wrong because of this, right? right. I'm going to shame you into this thing. Mm-hmm. Shame is right. a very poor motivator over time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, we've used it so much. Um, yeah, but it's so much more vulnerable, right? To be clear about what we're feeling and to be, you know, kind of expressive about what is going on on the inside for us. Like that Mm. feels really vulnerable and scary. 
So people are listening to this and they agree with us. Yes, this is vulnerable and this is scary. Mm-hmm. What are some baby steps they might be able to take before it is, hey, I need to have this huge clearing conversation with my partner or my best friend or my mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- feel like for me, what starts is your relationship to yourself, right? So can I work to keep the channel clear in my relationship with myself? What that means for me is that I have to slow down. I have to do my kind of non-negotiables of like reading every day, journaling every day, you know, writing every day. Um, and, you know, sometimes like breath work and meditation, you know, are like are happening every day sometimes they're not and so just we're, being, we're humans you know, guys hey, your therapist humans. is a human too yeah we don't all, sometimes our self-regulation tools are a netflix binge not <laughs> the breath work yeah. and the floor pillow <laughs> right yeah sure and i think like that you know kind of like starting with your relationship to yourself and like kind of what your non-negotiables are right what are things that are clear for you And, you know, I think for both of us, right, movement is so, so incredibly important, right? And being clear on that, you know, is something that can be really helpful. In relationship, I would say start with the people you feel safest with and start with the small things, right? And name, I feel so uncomfortable talking about this. And you know what? Feel free to blame me or Lindsay, right? Be like, okay, I heard this and I'm supposed to do this. And, (laughs) <laughs> you know, they told do me to do it. Scapegoat. Yeah, totally. I'm happy day. You know, like I, I, sometimes I say that to my clients, I'm like, just blame me. Like, you know, my therapist told me, <laughs> you know, and um, to me, it's like, if you can start with the people who are safest and start with the smallest things, right? Like the half and and that, half. yeah, that requires actually you noticing your needs, right? I really enjoy, I, you know, having half and half with my coffee. And it's like such a little, little delight for me to get it to be just the right shade. Right. And that isn't actually true. I don't, I don't do half and half of my coffee, but you get what I mean. Like, you know, the example. And so just getting, getting, I think just getting practice right on those things and noticing how it feels right to gain a little bit of traction for yourself and what's included in all this, right. Is vulnerability right? Expressing our needs. It's also naming boundaries, right? Um, I recently had a clearing conversation with a friend where they expressed something to me and I kind of shared a little bit back as to what was, what I was feeling. And then towards the end of the conversation, I was like, okay, just to clarify, this is what you want, right? This is what you need. And this is what you're, you're saying. And just to be clear, can I share some things that I need from you? Right. And can I share some things that I'm happy to take off the table, you know, from this situation? And, you know, I don't want you to feel, you know, so overwhelmed, you know, with this, with this idea. Um, and so, you know, kind of, it feels a little tedious, but at the end of the conversation, you know, I was like, I love you so much. I feel so much closer to you for you telling me this. I'm so grateful that you shared this and, you know, I'm so sorry that I disappointed you in that way. And I want to be better. Right. And so just having that, um, practice will enrich your life. Right. I really want people to know that 
like noticing and getting better at clearing your channel, your own channel and your relationship to yourself. And then noticing when it gets clogged with other people, right. Is absolutely going to help you enrich your life and go deeper in your relationships. Do do you want a metaphorical mic to drop? (laughs) I know. I feel like I'm like, I just talked a lot. La la la. That's okay. That's what this, that's literally why we started a podcast is so we could talk. <laughs> so, Deb, yeah. That meme that it's like, um, those that were told talks too much on their report card. What are you doing now? Have you seen that? No, so, <laughs> I was always that kid. I was a kid that was sent outside all the time. I was a kid that was always bothering my neighbor, always chit chatting away. And someone posted that, that meme and had a little question box. It was like, and what's your occupation now? And when I typed in therapist, I was like, huh, the chatty <laughs> Kathy literally gets paid to listen now. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. So, gets paid to like, keep your mouth shut and get, then yes, <laughs> yes. say, ask questions and just hold space. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it was just funny. Um, that how is so that, funny. How that pertained to this conversation. I don't know, but here we are. Uh, at the end of the show is there anything that you want listeners to know about Hmm, I don't think so I think um, let us know if this idea relates to something you're going through or relates to something you're practicing we'd love to hear from you and kind of help it would help us like understand you better you know if we can kind of hear like what's up so yeah dm us send a message Ooh, smash that five star rating and <laughs> what? Uh, so that was that, that was crazy. People like smash that subscribe. Smash button. It. Um, yeah, do all those things. We would love that. And if you are in the state of California and something about this conversation tickled your fancy, you'd like to go deeper. I do have a few spots open in my practice. So if you are intrigued about any of this work, please feel free to reach out and I'll get you in touch with my scheduler and we can, we can go from there. Oh, your scheduler. My scheduler. is so important. (laughs) I know. It kind of sounds like um, way more sketchy than it is. Like we're going to, we've secured the goods. We're going to schedule the drop off. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've been watching a little too many uh, Netflix shows. (laughs) I have. I've been binging suits, not binging, but just, you know, we've been watching it. I've been watching. Yeah. Yeah, it's been on in the background. Okay. <laughs> Enough of me. Talk to you <laughs> <the same. laughs> All right. Talk to you later.